0: All right, one one more week of regular season football our, where our Detroit Lions will face off against the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to the playoffs either way because we won the North. And as uh, what, I, what I am self-proclaiming myself as the biggest Lions fan on WJR's airwaves, it's, it's always a pleasure to have Lomas Brown on the program. Welcome in, Lomas. How are you, pal?
1: Hey, thanks for having me. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great, man. Thanks for coming on yeah. fairly fairly Absolutely. last minute. And look, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you a promise. I'm not gonna put you in a position where you got to talk about the, the two-point conversion and, and the melee that ensued <laughs> afterwards. We've all it like like Dan said yesterday and the day before. Why are you guys still talking about this? Let's talk about moving forward. If you're right. if you're out there on that field and you see that happen and you're in the locker room and you're feeling like, man, That was a close game. We had this one in our clutches, and we feel slighted by the league, and we feel slighted by the referees. Is that better or worse for you heading into this last week emotionally?
1: Well, I would say it should be better. You know what I'm saying? It should sharpen that steel a little bit for you. It should make you focus in a little bit more and say, okay, we don't want to be in any more tight games where the officials can come in and kind of cause us to lose this game. We're going to go in there and we're going to take care of business and make sure that we there's it's no questions asked. That's kind of what it does for you. It kind of galvanizes you in that locker room because now you really can feel like it's us against everybody else. I mean, it's hard to go out there and play against 50-something other guys, and you have to worry about those other guys too. I'm talking about those guys that wear the pinstripes. So, you know, again, I think what it's going to do and what it's done for Dan and that staff is giving them that nugget, you know, that they needed to make sure these guys are zeroed in focused in and ready to go on minnesota
0: all right so let me ask you one question about that game and i and i'm gonna hopefully juxtapose it against the perhaps a bigger problem the game itself was very competitive i think that you know as good as the cowboys were playing we went in there and we we took care of business largely it was much more competitive than many expected it to be but the the play that i saw that seemed to change the entire face of the game was at the end Towards the end, I guess, of that first quarter or just after, when Derek Barnes had basically a free run at Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, when he was about a foot and a half into their end zone, it would have been a safety. And it's it it looks on film like he almost pulled up, dropped the shoulder, afraid to hit him. And what would have been either a sack or even a two-point credit safety to the Lions turned into a seven-point touchdown for the Cowboys. And no one really is talking about that play. I wonder, Lomas, immediately my first thought was, is he not hitting him because he's so scared of a roughing the quarterback call against him? Again, from the refs. Does that have any merit?
1: Man, you know, it does. I mean, I think it has merit from the standpoint of, if you're playing defense in the NFL today, it's hard playing defense in the NFL. It really is. All the rules are really slanted towards offensive football. So I kind of feel sorry for those guys on the defensive side of the ball from how you fall on the the quarterback, you know, uh, to just, you know, just things we got away with that weren't egregious. I mean, if you brush the side of the – face man, I'm sorry, that's a, a penalty on uh, sportsman on the quarterback. I mean, it's just so many different things. I, I've never seen that back when I played where a wide receiver could go across the middle of the field and bobble the ball. Man, you yeah. had one opportunity when you were crossing the middle of the field back in the day to catch that ball. It wasn't no second or third opportunities, and you see it all the time because, again, these guys can't hit these guys. It's defenseless player so it's yes you you do have merit to why a defensive player would be a little bit more cautious and not as reckless or, or maybe not selling out like they would because of the repercussions of what could happen
0: yeah, and as a fan, you're sitting there saying, look, you know, I'm a 195-pound guy, six feet tall, plus maybe a half an inch. I'm thinking, holy cow, I could have tackled him from there. I might have snapped the collarbone in half doing it. But you're so angry as a fan. Well, what are you doing? Tackle him. Like, yeah. that changed the entire game. So here's question number two. Are Have we gotten – has the NFL gotten the ownership of the teams and the teams themselves into a spot that's just unfair when they literally can't say anything about the referee's decisions. I mean, why, it's almost like a dictatorship, like you can't talk. It's, it seems to me like that in that environment, those guys who are putting their bodies on the line, and, yeah, they're getting paid a lot of money to do it, they have every right to say, you know what, that call was nonsense. Here's what I did. I can't believe that it went that way. Why are they so limited by the league in terms of what they can say, but the, the league can do whatever they want? It just doesn't seem fair.
1: I know it, it really isn't, but uh, again, you know the league. That it's the league. It's is we're going by their rules. I mean, I think what bothers me more than that guys not being able to say nothing is I don't understand why our referees aren't full time. Right. I just I mean, don't understand why they're not full time. You right. know, it makes no sense to me why we don't have you got you got uh, referees uh refereeing multi million dollar players and you got them refereeing a multi billion dollar industry and they aren't full time. Now I, I've talked I've heard that it said that, you know, it probably wouldn't make a difference, you know, with calls and everything, but to me like I always say, it's the, it's the, it's how it looks. It's the illusion of how it looks. And that's when you bring in all these, consp- these conspiracy theories, sure. that's when they're able to come in because again, these guys aren't full-time and I never understood that.
0: Yeah. Look, and they get it right. I think you'd admit they get it right far more often than they get it wrong. Sometimes you see the catches against the sideline and you say, there's no way that's complete. And then you look at the slow-mo and sure enough, he got two feet yep. down. You go, wow. Guy's got some sharp eyes to see that play. So, but when it, when it comes down to reshaping the entire bracket for the playoffs, it's a different story. Okay. Minute to go. You expect the lions to go into Minnesota full of fury and vigor and a little bit of retribution is going to be handed out. They're probably going to win that game. Wouldn't you say?
1: Oh, absolutely. I expect them to, again, like you say, plus they're divisional rivals. You know what I'm saying? You don't like them anyway, because they're divisional rivals. Plus, they want to try to spoil something for you. I don't know how much they can spoil for us, but they're still trying to get in the playoffs. And, right. you know, and they need some a lot of things to happen. So, yeah, why not? Why not go in there and get? And I'm talking about take care of business early. So, yeah, where you can pull guys out and let guys rest and give other guys opportunities.
0: Huh. Fair enough. All right. So, look, uh, a week from Sunday, we're in our first playoff game since your time, and that's a long time, and it's been quite a while.
1: <laughs> yes, it <laughs> know, has been. Do
0: you want the Packers or do you want the Rams? Just pick one. I know it's, a, it's, man, it's oh, likely the Rams, but it's either. the want there.
1: Green Bay. Give me Green Bay all day long. I don't want Matthew Steph Stafford walking back up in here. Man, that game would be epic. It would be epic now. You have storylines everywhere. And you know he's going to have – he's going to walk in here with a boulder on his shoulder, not a chip, trying to knock us off. I just don't want that pressure on us like that. Give me Green Bay. Right.
0: And there's almost nobody that can sling it like Matthew Stafford when he's in the mood to at the moment that he needs to. That could yes, be sir. scary. I know the story is so cool, right? I mean, it would be a heck of a moment. He loves this city, and much of the city still loves him. But he could tear us to pieces if he was in the right space.
1: Hmm. He won the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champion.
0: That's right. That's right. Lomas Brown, thank you for joining the program. I'll be thinking about you as I sit on the couch this Sunday. <laughs> and I had playoff tickets ready to go, but I decided I'm not doing that. I'm going to sit home with my sons and my wife, and we're going to watch the game on the couch. See, that's a sacrificing
1: that I'm putting out there as a Lions. I like the sacrifice. I like it. (laughs) Thanks for joining. Go Lions.
0: Back in just a few minutes to talk about the movies for this weekend. And then Chris Alberta will be signing off for quite a while.